Greetings, everyone on the internet. I'm your host and Geek Master, Jamie Toon, and this is Geek Trivia Online. Today we've got two teams of geeky geniuses ready to go head-to-head in a no-holds-barred trivia battle to the death. Or at least, to the pain. Hey, welcome everybody. Today recording, we've got a couple of awesome teams worth of geeks. Team number one, which is Don't Panic, we have Jeffrey Now. And Joan Dietrich, thanks for being on. Doing excellent, thank you. Yeah, good, thanks for having us. Yeah, I'm going to have you uh, just kind of introduce yourselves and tell the uh, listeners here what makes you so geeky. Jeff? All right, yeah, uh, my name is uh, Jeffrey Now. I am a co-host of of my own podcast. Uh, It's called The History of Bad Ideas. It is not a history podcast, but a roundtable discussion podcast where uh, we sit around and talk about all the stuff going on in geeky pop culture. Oh, that's awesome. I'll check it out for sure. And Joan? Um, hey, yeah, I'm Joan Dietrich. I'm here to give international flair to your podcast because I'm in Vancouver, Canada. Um, I discovered the trivia world kind of backwards. I spent my life trying to get on Jeopardy, finally did. And once I had aired, I discovered that there was a whole world of trivia that I didn't know about. So I'm having a lot of fun exploring it. Um, well, it's good to have you here, my sister to the north. <laughs> <laughs> so opposing uh team don't panic today we've got team i've got a bad feeling about this and that is dan felsenheld and leonard curtis uh leonard why don't you uh introduce yourself and tell the people what makes you so geeky oh yeah hey uh I'm leonard curtis i'm from mississippi saw star wars in 1977 at a drive-in movie theater and became an instant geek from that point on <laughs> and so uh just kind of grew up reading comic books playing D and D watching zombie movies, all kinds of stuff that now is popular, but when I was younger, was not quite so much. <laughs> so. Awesome, yeah. Yeah, we're living in the golden age of the geek, I think, right now, for sure. <laughs> awesome. Well, good to have you here. Uh, Dan, why don't you tell the people about yourself? Uh, I'm Dan Felsenheld. I'm in Arlington, Virginia, just outside of Washington, D.C., originally from the great state of New Jersey. Uh, I've always been into trivia my, my whole life. I was, I was also on Jeopardy about 20, 22 years ago now, so way back um and you know i I also saw star wars not at a drive-in but in the in the theater when it came out and you know that's uh that's awesome i um envy those who got to just see star wars when it first came out because i'm a huge star wars fan myself but it also came out the year i was born well it's good to have everybody here so today's game is a special learned league episode where the contestants all agreed to be on the podcast via my call for contestants on the facebook learned league group if you're unfamiliar with LearnedLeague.com, it is an online trivia league website where you can go and sign up and compete against other people on a daily basis. Um, they do like longer uh, competition league style, and they also do uh, one-day specialized categories, which are a lot of fun and always make me feel real dumb. And now it's time that we get started with the game, and here's how that works. The first team will pick from our list of six categories. Each category has five questions, and teams will alternate answering them for ten points each. Then the other team will pick a category and repeat the process. After four categories are completed, we enter Thunderdome. Here teams have a chance to pick up an additional hundred points, but team members must answer questions individually. At the end, whichever team has more points is the winner of this episode of Geek Trivia Online. So what we need to do is determine who's going to start, and I'm going to roll a die to make that happen. And it looks like it's, I've got a bad feeling about this. You guys are going to choose first. And your categories here are, nobody wants to play with me. Hail to the king, baby. 
Kill You Later, Super Losers, Anal Bum Cover, Forgive Me If It Goes Astray, and Overkill is Overrated. Hmm. I mean, Forgive Me If It Goes Astray sounds like a music category, which kind of would be my thing, but... <laughs> Good. I don't know. Hail to the King. Maybe it's about Elvis Presley. I doubt it, but... um. I don't know. Nobody wants to play with me. That could be about Trivia Pursuit, it sounds like, because that's been my experience with Trivia Pursuit, but <laughs> <laughs> nobody would want to play with me after after it came out. Um, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts? What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I have no <laughs> idea. Other than Angle Bum Cover could obviously be about album covers. Oh, that could be. Oh, yeah, we can try that one. So let's go with sounds that. like a Spinal Tap, uh, rejected uh, Spinal Tap cover. <laughs> anal Bum Cover. Yeah, let's try Angle Bum Cover, sure. All right, so the category anal bum cover, this is actually about game shows and how this is going to work is I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the description of how the game show works and you have to tell me what the game show is. All right, so number one, this is for team, I got a bad feeling about this. Answer questions about the value of grocery items and win more free time for your bid to gather the most value in your cart in the final shopping spree. Well, I think we can lock in on that one. Yeah. Supermarkets, do you agree? Supermarket sweep. I agree. Okay, supermarket sweep. Supermarket sweep is correct. Good job. So over to the next team. Don't panic. You guys get number two in the game show category. If you're lucky enough to get picked by Ben Bailey, you can try to win some money by answering trivia questions, but miss too many and you've got to go. That is most definitely the cash cab. Yep, sounds good. Yep. Cash cab is correct. <laughs> I've always wanted to be on that show. Yeah, it's it seems like a much harder uh, application process. You just have to take cabs around New York for <laughs> well, a certain amount of time. Of, yeah. It's not exact. It's a little bit staged. Yeah. But they brought it back recently, I think. It was around for a while. Yeah. Oh, cool. Back over to I Got a Bad Feeling About This, number three. Overcome a series of terrifying tasks faster than the other competitors to win $50,000. And I hope you've got an iron stomach. Sounds like Fear Factor. That's not, yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like Fear Factor, formerly hosted by that, that idiot asshole guy, which we won't talk about. Yeah, unfortunately, I pulled these questions from uh, past trivia and didn't really think about the, the connection there. But yeah, it is Fear Factor. It is Fear Factor. All right, uh, back over to team Don't uh, Don't Panic. You guys get number four. Guess the responses of 100 survey people correctly and get the chance to play the giant AC Doocy card game. Okay. Um... Um, card sharks. Yeah, that sounds yeah. that sounds right. My brain went a different way at the beginning, and I had to reel that back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At the sounds, beginning, you're, it yeah. sounded family feud. It's family feud. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> card sharks sounds good to me. Right on. Card sharks is the correct answer. And then finally, to finish out the round, I've got a bad feeling about this. Agree or disagree with your chosen celebrity on the grid, and try to make three in a row before your opponent does. Oh, that sounds like Hollywood's. That sounds like Hollywood Squares to me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Hollywood. It's Hollywood Square. I'll go. I'll go for George go, for uh, Paul Lind in the middle and say Hollywood Squares. <laughs> All right, Paul Lind in the middle is correct. That is Hollywood Squares, and Circle, Circle gets, gets the square. square. <laughs> <laughs> so that ends out the uh, first round. Both teams did perfectly. So we've got. I've got a bad feeling about this in the lead with thirty, and don't panic with twenty. But now it's don't panic's turn to pick their category of the remaining categories. What would you guys like? not opposed to any of them so if there's something you feel well i i was kind of wondering about nobody wants to play with me i can go with that maybe 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 it's going to be about board games or something maybe (laughs) well close nobody wants to play with me is actually about toys you guys get the first question here team don't panic number one what toy company founded in 1994 by comic book creator and baseball collector 
produced the highly detailed licensed action figures, such as the Movie Maniacs and Kiss toy lines. Um, I think they're going for McFarlane. I have no idea, so I'm deferring to you. Uh, yeah, uh, McFarlane, the comic book creator of Spawn, uh, created their own Spawn line and then went on to do other <laughs> things. I think they did Kiss, so say McFarlane Toys. McFarlane Toys is correct. Team Bad Feeling number two in the no- Nobody Wants to Play With Me category. In 2010, Toinami revived what Mattel Japanese toy line from the late 70s by releasing several new Jumbo Mackinder 24-inch tall figures. I have no idea. Do you have any idea? There's like Migos, which are like the Star Wars figures, but I don't know if that's... Yeah. if that's. Oh, it sounds like a giant, some kind of robot. Shogun Warriors, I think. It sounds like some kind of robot or something, but okay. Yeah. So you think I Shogun? remember the Shogun no Warriors idea. when I was a kid. And then, I, yeah. I have no clue. I've... <laughs> I'll say Shogun Warriors. All right, yeah, Shogun Warriors is correct. Good job. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, back over to Don't, Don't Panic, number three. Lucille Ball, Cher, Audrey Hepburn, and Wayne Gretzky are just a few of the celebrities who have official versions of what popular toy line? Oh, wow. Um, I mean, until we got to Gretzky, I was thinking like a Barbie. Lucille Ball, Cher, what was the third one? It was Lucille Ball, Cher, Audrey Hepburn, and Wayne Gretzky. Maybe they did a Wayne Gretzky Ken or something, but... I mean, maybe. That's, that's the best I've got for that. I can kind of see a Cher Barbie. I think I kind of remember an Audrey Hepburn Barbie. Okay. I, I did spend like five years in the 90s working at a toy store, so <laughs> a bunch of a bunch yeah, of different like Barbies. Celebrity Barbies. Yeah, so yeah, I'd be fine going with Barbie. Okay, let's go with Barbie. All right, Barbie is the correct answer. Good job on that one, guys. I was thinking maybe you you might think there was like a shared GI Joe that would be kind of cool, like a <laughs> GI Joe, but not an Audrey Hepburn Navy Seal, yeah, yeah. GI Jane, Jane share with a with like a shaved head, like Lego or something. You know? <laughs> Back over to team. I've got a bad feeling about this. Number four, Kinkishi are Japanese collectible erasers representing an eclectic variety of wrestlers that was marketed in the U.S. under what name in the 1980s? Erasers marketed. I don't know. I know nothing about wrestling. I last watched wrestling when Bruno Sammartino was wrestling when I was about twelve. <laughs> so <it> tells you. <laughs> uh, I think I remember these. I think they were Muscle, M U S C L E with dots in between it. That sounds good. Muscles is the correct answer. Good job. Nice. Wow. It stood for millions of unusually small creatures lurking everywhere. Well, there you go. <laughs> okay. Where that came from, I have no idea. Nice. <laughs> so the 10 points for uh, team. I got a bad feeling about this. So back over to Don't Panic, number five. Second in value only to an unreleased Boba Fett figure, a mint condition toy of what character from Star Wars that featured a double telescoping blue lightsaber sold at auction for $76,000? Uh, maybe, maybe because it had a different color. I know the original Luke Skywalker did have a double telescoping lightsaber, so maybe, and since he had a blue one in the movie, maybe I'd have to go Luke Skywalker unless you had anything different. I haven't got anything better, so let's go with that. Luke Skywalker. All right, then fortunately the correct answer is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi, mm-hmm. yeah. At the end of round two, we have team, I got a bad feeling about this in the lead with 50, and don't panic, hot on their heels with 40. All right, so now it's back over to team, I got a bad feeling about this. It's your cho- your choice of categories, and the categories that are remaining are Hail to the King, Baby, Kill You Later, Super Losers, Forgive Me If It Goes Astray, and Overkill is Underrated. Uh, I wonder if Hail to the King is about King Kong or like monster movies or something. 
Could be. I don't know. I'm curious about Forgive Me If It Goes Astray. Well, let's go with that. Sounds like music related. All right. All right. Forgive Me If It Goes Astray, the line from Prince's song 1999 is actually about the year 1999. The year my first <laughs> child was born. Same oh, here. All right. Uh, team, I've got a bad feeling about this. You get the first question and Forgive Me If It Goes Astray. Number one, what film was released on May 19th, quickly becoming the highest grossing film of the year, but casting a dark shadow with fans of the franchise? Oh, uh, Phantom, Star Wars, The Phantom Menace. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All okay. right. You guys get the Star Wars question this round. <laughs> it is Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Uh, team, don't panic. You guys get number two. On March 7th, director Stanley Kubrick died, six days after his screening of what psychological mystery, which would be his final film. Was it Eyes Wide Shut? Was that his last one? I, I guess it could be. I'm just, the year just feels wrong to me for that, but I could yeah, be, I I know. be getting it confused with, I might be getting that confused with like Vanilla Sky, so I guess we have to go with Eyes Wide Shut. Go with Eyes Wide Shut is correct answer. Uh, back over to Team uh, Bad Feelings. <laughs> Number three, what edgy Fox animated comedy debuted on January 31st before getting canceled in 2003, then re-debuted in 2005? Family Guy, I think. That sounds like Family Yeah, that sounds like... Was it canceled? I, I don't know if it was canceled. Yeah, it was. It was canceled. Okay, it was. Okay. Yeah. It sounded like Family Okay, yeah. I go with, go with Family Guy. Family Guy is correct. <laughs> so another 10 points for... Uh, I got a bad feeling about this. Back over to Don't Panic. Number four... What animated sequel is the top-rated film of 1999 on Rotten Tomatoes with a 100% freshness rating? Uh, Toy Story 2? That's what I think, too, yeah. Toy Story 2. Toy Story 2 is correct. Some 10 points for Don't Panic. Back over to team. I got the bad feeling about this. Close out the category. Uh, number five. On September 9th, Sega released what home video game console, which ended up being their last? Sega... Uh, the Dream Dreamcast. Cast? Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say it was the Dreamcast, right? Is that I the last so. one? I don't know. I've never. I wasn't. You know. I, I, I can't think of one after that from Sega. Yeah, I think we have to go. I'm gonna go with Dreamcast. Yeah. Okay, you guys go Dreamcast, and you are correct. Woo-hoo. The wonderful console Dreamcast. So that's the end of round three. Um, a quick score update: We've got Team. I've got a bad feeling about this in the lead with 80 points, and Team Don't Panic right behind them with 60. Don't panic. You're only 20 points behind. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's back over to team Don't Panic. You guys get the choice of the remaining three categories. Mm. Any thoughts, Jeffrey? I was looking at All Hail the King, baby, but then when they said King Kong, I thought, ooh, I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be well, We've been wrong on every guest so far. So Couldn't be. Been totally Couldn't wrong, be European so wouldn't, wouldn't, royalty. Uh, Who knows? Yeah. I wouldn't put too much, too much king, stock baby. in there. Yeah, let's all hail to the king, baby. Hail to the King, baby, is, is a category about the Stephen King universe. Uh, oh. So we're going to go with number one, Team Don't Panic. What New England state are a huge percentage of Stephen King stories set in? That's Maine. Yep, 100%. Yeah. That is definitely Maine. Over to Team, I've got a bad feeling about this. Number two, Georgie Denbro was buried in Mount Hope Cemetery after being killed by Pennywise in It, which is the same cemetery Gage Creed was buried in in what other novel? Pet Cemetery. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Let's go with that. Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery is correct. Uh, number three, back over to team Don't Panic. Andy Dufresne sets up a stock portfolio for Kurt Dusander in the story Apt Pupil. Later, we hear his story in what novella from the same collection? So Rita Hayworth and Shawshank Redemption. Yep. 
Rita Hayworth and Shawshank Redemption is correct. Another 10 points for Don't Panic. We're going to go back over to I Got a Bad Feeling About This for number four. In Eyes of the Dragon, the Dark Tower series, and Needful Things, what colorful name is given to the unknown yet powerful force of good that has redeemed humankind again and again? I have no idea. I've not, I've not read any of these. <laughs> I didn't see the one, mo- the one Dark Tower movie that bombed either <laughs> with Idris Elba. <laughs> uh, colorful. Colorful. I know there was the, something about a Crimson King in the Dark Tower series. So we could go with that. I, I... I'm come up with a guess. That <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Crimson. Crimson doesn't sound like yeah, I, just, I don't think it redeemed, but I was trying to think of colorful things. Like I know in the, the Blue Angel. Gunslinger world, he forms a <laughs> quartet, which it doesn't sound colorful, but they they save humanity. The quartet, Roland's quartet. Yeah, I don't, uh, I can't, I can't think of anything with a colorful name other than that Crimson King. But uh, you have a guess. We'll yeah. go with Crim- Crimson King, I guess. If you don't have anything else, Crimson King. Crimson King is unfortunately incorrect. The answer is the White. The white. Okay. Just the white. Oh, okay. the white. Yeah. Oh, how did I forget that? <laughs> so back over to Team Don't Panic for number five to close out the category. Andrew Pomeroy, a hippie drifter, disappears while traveling to the ruins of the Overlook Hotel, but has a deadly encounter with what psychopath killer from the book Misery? Oh, Annie Annie Bates? Wilkes. Annie Wilkes. Wilkes. Played Wilkes. by Kathy Bates. Right. <laughs> Annie Wilkes. <laughs> All right. Annie Wilkes is the correct answer. So going into the Thunderdome round, we have a as close of a game as it can happen. We've got 90 points for team. I've got a bad feeling about this. And 90 points for team. Don't panic. We've got a tie. There's plenty of opportunity to take the game in Thunderdome. And here's how this works. It's time for Thunderdome. In this final round, each team will choose one member to compete. They will then take turns choosing a category and answering the question given to them with no help from their teammates. Correct answers are worth 20 points each. If a player fails to answer a question correctly, they're eliminated from Thunderdome and replaced by their teammate. Play continues until all the questions have been asked or both players on a team are eliminated. Let's see. We're going to start the Thunderdome round with a team I've got a bad feeling about this. Who on your team will be competing first? I'd say Leonard. Leonard? Okay, I'll go. <laughs> I'll go right. into the Thunderdome first. I'm not scared. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Leonard, you have your choice from the two remaining categories, which is Overkill is Underrated. And Kill You Later, Super Losers. Let's go Overkill is Underrated. Overkill is Underrated is a category about overqualified voice actors. And we're going to go with number one. I changed my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Number one. What famous actor, director, producer, and screenwriter provided the voice of Unicron in the 1986 film Transformers, which would be one of his last film appearances? Uh, Orson Welles. Orson Welles is correct. Nice. Good job. Over to team Don't Panic. Who is going to compete first on your side? Jeffrey is going to compete first. Okay. All right. <laughs> the discussion is over. Jeffrey is competing first. <laughs> Jeffrey, which category would you like? Overkill is underrated, which is overqualified voice actors, or Kill You Later Super Losers, which is still a mystery. I'll stay with the overkill is underrated. What British actor, known mostly for being the most recognizable actor to play an iconic sci-fi role, Provided the voice of the wise creature Bendu in the third series of Star Wars Rebels. Not watch Star Wars Rebels. So I have to go off of the British actor, famous sci-fi role. I will guess David Tennant. 
Ooh, David Tennant is very close. You were in the right there. What's your guess, David? Christopher Lee. Unfortunately, not Christopher Lee either. It no. is actually Tom Baker. It was uh, the... Jeffrey, uh, uh, you are eliminated, but first we're going to go back over to team. I've got a bad feeling about this. Well, let's, uh, let's crack into Kill You Later, Super Losers. All right. Kill You Later, Super Losers is a non-Marvel and DC superheroes category. And we're going to go with number one. Amazon Prime shocked viewers in 2021 with the unexpectedly dark animated series Invincible, based on an image comic written by what Walking Dead writer? Uh, Kirkman. That is Robert Kirkman. So we are back over to Team Don't Panic. Jeffrey was eliminated, so now it is up to Joan. Which category do you like? Yikes. Um... You have <laughs> overqualified voice actors or non-DC and Marvel superheroes? Remembering my child as a two-year-old screaming, those aren't good choices. I want. <laughs> <laughs> Make good choices. Um, <laughs> um, let's see. Let's let's go with Overkill. Overkill is underrated. Number three, Sir Patrick Stewart provides the voice of Avery Bullock, the regional director for the CIA, for what Fox animated series? Uh, thanks. Sorry, Jeffrey. Um. King. Um, King of the Hill. Oh, King of the Hill, unfortunately, is incorrect. The correct answer there is American Dad. Oh, that was going to be my guess. Joan, uh, you're eliminated, and that means the end of Thunderdome. Congratulations, team. I got a bad feeling about this with a score of 130. Woo! You are the winners of today's Geek Trivia Online. Well, well, done. well played, everybody. I mean, super fun. Nice, nice job, fellas. Fine showing by both teams. So before I go, I'd like to give everybody a chance to shout out somebody or just say hi or do whatever you like. Um, we're going to go ahead and start with Team Don't Panic. Jeffrey? Um, hey, I'll shout out to uh, the Cincinnati Comic Expo, one of our sponsors on our uh, History of Bad Ideas uh, podcast. So hopefully by the time this comes out, tickets are on sale for the Cincinnati Comic Expo at CincinnatiComicExpo.com. And then what was the podcast one more time? Uh, the History of Bad Ideas. History of Bad should Ideas. Be to, awesome. should be able to find it on every good podcast uh, uh, service. Cool, cool. Right on. And then Joan? Um, I don't have anything to promote, but I'll shout out to my fabulous online quiz league teammates. What's your team name? Uh, we are Los Triviatas. Oh, we're playing you tomorrow. Nice. I won't be there, but good luck. <laughs> Online Quiz League? Online Quiz League, yeah. Cool. And they've got a pop solos league, and yeah, it's a good time. And then over to uh, uh, Team Got a Bit Feeling About This. Thanks for coming on again, guys. Um, Danny, you want to shout out somebody? Sure. Uh, shout out to my, my OQL team, Six Chic Sheep. It's hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I have another trivia team that I play with occasionally, which is called Fauci and Scratchy. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> and shout out to my, well, today is my daughter's 23rd birthday. So shout out to Nico, even though I guess whenever this comes out, so it'll be past her birthday, belated <laughs> birthday. Also. Well, happy birthday, Nico. <laughs> and she's 23 today. All right. That's all I got. <laughs> and Leonard? I guess I'll shout out my pub trivia team. Damn it, Janet. Uh, <laughs> we had a good time. And also shout out the Learned League for bringing us all, all, all of us together here for this uh, episode. Shout out to Thorsten. The Learned League uh, Facebook group is a is a really great group to be in, and the website itself also, yeah, absolutely check it out if you're into trivia at all. Well, thanks to you guys again for coming on. It was a whole lot of fun today. And to all listeners, thanks for listening, and I'll see you next episode.
Thank you for listening. This has been Geek Trivia Online. Our theme music was composed by Raglani. You can find him at key2recordings.bandcamp.com. Make sure to check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash geektriviaonline and subscribe to hear new episodes wherever you get your podcasts.